I'm Jeff Cook. And I'm TJ Wilson. And this is Around the Circle. I'm walking slowly. I'm taking my time. All I could talk in is starting to rhyme. I'm letting go lonely, letting go of strife. I just can't get enough of this beautiful the Enneagram is a map of the human personality. It's a tool for navigating relationships, creates language for what motivates us, and helps us look at the way we look at everything else. Most importantly, the Enneagram's a mirror because sometimes you need help seeing yourself. My name is Jeff Cook. I'm a philosopher in Greeley, Colorado, and with me is TJ Wilson, businessman, lover of theology, and Enneagram ninja. Hello. My man. Hey, hey, hey. So, uh, hey, what's shaking? I don't know. My headphones are really noisy today. <laughs> I'm just feeling, been... hearing a lot of my movements. Ah, but thought it was the annoying nasally introduction I just gave. <laughs> that, that, that also could be. I I didn't notice noise. That. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a. I signed up to do a podcast a philosophy podcast here soon yeah on the problem of evil mm, like two days before everything in the world began exploding with some very graphic imagery on on the internet Ooh. and the rest oh and now i'm like oh man okay <laughs> <laughs> and there's yeah. this one thing to talk philosophy it's another thing to actually address mm-hmm. all mm-hmm. the things in the world yeah i just recently rewatched the good place uh, mm-hmm. which is a fantastic television show about uh, the afterlife. And mm-hmm. they uh, talk about the trolley problem, but then yeah. they do the trolley problem to where like, <laughs> like the magic man snaps his fingers and all of mm-hmm. a sudden they're on a trolley and they have to choose whether they're going to kill five people or only one. And it's very graphic and hilarious. And it's like, yeah, this is uh yeah. Talking about the trolley problem in a philosophy classroom at a, State University is very different from, you know, being on a trolley and having to make that choice. Yes. Yeah. I said want to nerd out on the trolley problem now. <laughs> <laughs> that's not what we're here for. That's right. It's not actually about the problem of evil. It's actually a disproof of utility. Correct. Or it's seeking to be an argument against utilitarianism, which isn't what our podcast is about. Our podcast is about stress. And if you have to make a decision between the one person and the five people, this might lead you yeah. to. You might find yourself in a stressful place. Using some stress tools. Nice segue. <laughs> that was excellent. We're on podcast number 178 or so, TJ. I'm, 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 I'm feeling my oats. I'm, okay. I'm getting, okay. Okay. getting in the yeah. groove. <laughs> Speaking about thoughtful people who can address the trolley problem, uh, we, we get to the fives. So we're talking about the stress moves of each of the types and when in stress, we will move away from our primary center and we'll use the tools of our stress number. What that often means is that the underlying feeling of our stress number all of a sudden materializes. All of a sudden, uh, we characterized it kind of like a blinking light on your dashboard. Uh, One's moving to four, move from that place of anger in stress can begin to feel shame Mm -hmm. and that's a different kind of experience or twos who are normally in that shame heart triad move into eight space and start to feel anger yeah this is true it seems to me across the board it's worth naming and and that's what we're going to talk about so 
Um, if you need more intro than that, go back and listen to the first <laughs> part of this topic. <laughs> the podcast named Part One will, will yep. do you well. Yep, that's true. <laughs> Fives, however, are going to have a similar experience to fours in that they don't move out of their center when they go into stress. Right. Fives are in the head triad. They use seven tools in stress, but sevens are also in the head triad. Fours and fives are unique in this sense. I'm sure they won't be sad to hear that. I think the fives mostly won't care. Or or they don't trust us anyway, so it's fine. <laughs> but it's still worth talking about that that move to seven and how fives experience fear right. when moving from their center to right. moving to their stress number. So what goes through your mind? Yeah, so uh, fives... So now that we have all of that set up, fives don't follow the rule and they stay in that fear place. But what we have noticed is that where fives sort of direct their fear at the outside world, when they find themselves in places of stress and move and pick up some of the qualities of seven, some of that fear now starts to point inward. So the mm-hmm. direction of it changes. The way it's expressed changes. The way it sort of manifests and 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 points at things that you should be afraid of that switches directions. So fives who are wanting to sort of hole up and and be sort of separate from the world in order to observe it and and in order to sort of protect themselves from the things that might happen out there. They they want to be competent, they want to be uh, have the information they need to get through life, they want to have the resources. When they get really stressed out, they move and pick up some of that seven stuff, which means their their whole expression starts to become a little bit more external, but their fear points more internally. So now they're afraid that they can't trust themselves, that they don't have the information, that they aren't uh, aren't prepared, that they are not going to have enough to get through. And now, so that expression of fear starts to become a lot more noticeable. I'm envisioning, sometimes you, you store up some fat. <laughs> you haven't been moving a ton. Mm-hmm. And then it's just time, it's time to act. And, and you can pull into that fat and you start burning the fat real fast. That's an image, I suppose, that's going through my head here. Sure. Is that oftentimes withdrawn fives, when in stress, they had been saving up for a time when things break. When they break, the assertive energy will pop up for the five. And that can be utilized, can be used. They're moving from that inward, hunkered down posture that didn't solve the problems mm-hmm. that they have. If fives are re- actually ha- experiencing problems, then they experience stress. And so hunkered down doesn't work anymore. Right. You got to burn some of those resources that you got. And now you're, 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 you're going in that problem solving space of seven. And, um, and the resources start to become less about uh, protection and more about doing whatever you can to get away from that fear. Yeah. So so gluttonous, the, the gluttony side of the way that sevens express themselves, this can become, like when you see fives start to become really gluttonous, that probably means they're a little bit stressful. When they're 
being when they're less protective, when they're less uh, wise about their resources, about the things that they have, and they're just sort of like throwing it all out there and, and maybe, you know, going to the bar too much or or they develop a gambling habit or uh, all of a sudden they're giving away a bunch of their stuff. Like they, there's a stressfulness involved in this that has so much to do with that, that move towards seven of of using their resources now to make sure they, they can sort of claw their way out. Yep. It was mentioned, but the low side there is that gluttonous side that can pop up. Mm-hmm. Just worth putting this specific language on that. The stress move for fives, for those of us who love fives, can kind of be shocking at times. Right. Because the five can can often be just so, come across as so composed most of the time. Mm-hmm. But when stress actually happens and they elevate into that space, there is a brisk energy. And yeah. there there can be a let me take you over here kind of energy as well mm-hmm. that, that sevens exhibit. Yeah, the the sort of seeking to escape mentality yeah. is is becomes it, it's a very interesting move because what where fives normally are seeking to not be noticed when they come into this place of, of stress, it it can be like look at me, but it's it's more about like seeking to escape and and a lot of the thing that they're escaping is their own inner turmoil. That's a better way to put that. I like that as it's it's escape here. It's sevens can be the adventurous. This is mm-hmm. gonna be amazing over here. That's not necessarily what's going on in stress for a five. Right. It's let's get away from the thing that is causing the stress. Yeah. And since my knowledge, my information, my preparation, all of these things have not kept me out of the stressful place, I'm just gonna run away from it. One of the more interesting things to me is how the heart's message for all the types, really seems to address our centers. The heart's message for the five is your needs are not a problem. Sevens also have a very provision-oriented heart's message, right. and it's your your needs will be taken care of. Yeah, Both of those, they're different, but they're very similar. Yeah, And hearing the heart's message of the seven, your needs will be taken care of seems to me to it, it ends up being one of those grounding kinds of ideas uh, that fives need to hear. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got thoughts on that? Yeah, because I think that like the the place that fives sort of like the the place that they live sort of normally is within this belief, this assumption, this sort of um, this this mindset that the things that they need, that whatever it is that like their inner life is it, it is probably going to be maybe a little too much for other people to handle. And I'm just going to keep it all close to the vest because I, I can't trust what other people are going to do with this information, with my feelings, with my, with the knowledge of my estate, like all of the stuff that's that I consider personal. I'm going to keep that close to me because I don't know what other people are going to do with that. And in that way, I believe that my needs are kind of a problem for other people. But mm-hmm. then when they move into this stressful place, it, it sort of switches perspective in the sense that like they're not sort of holding on to their needs anymore. They're realizing they're, they're in this place where 
they're already the the bottom of the barrel is already being scraped and i'm gonna run out of stuff and and now the the message that i need to hear is that I can take these needs to other people. I can I can share this with other people because it's not that I can't trust them to, to to behave appropriately with knowing that I have needs. Now it's I need their help to take care of myself. I I need something from outside of myself that I cannot do on my own. Real similar move, I suppose, that we saw for fours because fours. Are, are can be very uh, independent folks. Fives mm. certainly can be independent. Yes. But that's a relational move. Right. And right. fours moving to two get relational. Fives moving to seven. I like that as a yeah. parallel. Yeah. And, and for fours, it's a little bit more sort of um, self-focused, whereas f- with fives, it's less about a, a self-focused kind of nature and more about a uh, forgetting of self. Mm-hmm. It, it's self-protective more than it is self-focused. And so when when fives get into that stressful place, now they need something from outside of themselves, which they have been denying themselves previously. Yeah. I say it frequently with fives and stress that their, their minds can blow open to new possibilities in mm-hmm. seven space. Yep. Because sevens have that, you know, omnivorous appetite and way of coming to the world that probably sees countless different possibilities. Mm-hmm. Fives and stress can really grab hold of that. The move back to center, I think the clue to the move back to center is there. Yeah. Fives will focus mentally when moving back to center and that's how you get regrounded. So with all the types except for fours and fives, it's it's going to be how do I get back into my center, into my intelligence center? Mm-hmm. But here it's the movement from out there in this wide perspective to really narrowing this perspective and then you know, being able to retreat with the knowledge again into right. a place where you, you feel centered. Right. And I think part of that is uh, within the the sort of confines of the way that fives think naturally, the, the, the belief that they are seeing things from an objective perspective when they find themselves in stress and zoom out a little bit and, and see a world of possibilities they're, they're f- the, the way that they focus is less like it's, it's, it's like they, they don't have blinders on anymore, but they can focus a little more clearly mm-hmm. like I think that that the focus of being in average five space is is a certain kind of focus and then when they zoom out when they when they hit that seven they're able to see more possibilities some things that are a little bit less fixed and in even bringing in some of that imagination and the the future possibilities and less of the past, now they can see maybe the way that I've been looking at things has been wrong the whole time. Or like there, there's a myriad of possibilities of how this can be done. There's not one objective answer. Right. And so when they come back into center, they can focus a, with a little bit more broad of a perspective that, that helps get to the thing easier. Mm-hmm. 
supposed to build on that. The one other tool at seven, which I hadn't thought of, is that there is some positive optimism there for fives and seven space mm-hmm. of, hey, it's going to be all right, guys, kind right. of, you know, energy that can come out. Yeah. But moving back to center probably means you're going to engage your head mm-hmm. more with the problem solving. Yeah. There's a, there is a time and a place in stress for for the positive spin. And that can come out of fives actually in a very helpful way, I've found. Right. But you know you're moving back to center when it's like, okay, what's the data? What, what's the information? How are we doing this? Yep. Yep. Bang. Moving to sixes. The stress move for sixes uh, is moving from six into three space. Sixes are head triad. When they move into stress, move into three space, which is the heart triad. And so the relational dynamic the and the underlying feeling of shame is going to emerge strongly there. Mm-hmm. Um, you want to talk about the underlying feeling there for sixes and stress? Yeah, so um, I think that, that sixes are naturally sort of struggling with their, with their thought life. Uh, they don't really... Th- do productive thinking and they have a lot of relationship with their emotions and uh, in particular, but also their like what to do in order to, to since I can't think about what's appropriate, then obviously I'll just do something and that'll, that'll get me the safety I need. And um, when they find themselves in stress, when they, when they hit that place where things just aren't working and I don't feel safe all of a sudden, a lot of their sort of problem solving becomes much more relational in nature. And, and the way that shame plays in, it's, it's not just that I did the wrong, I didn't follow the rules, but it's that other people saw me not follow the rules. Other right. people are judging me. They're, it's not just that I'm going to get kicked out of the group. It's that this person is going to out me and I'm going to be publicly shamed and... Uh, they're going to walk me out of town bringing a bell behind me and like it it becomes much more relational like the 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 quote-unquote failure the lack of safety becomes communal in nature and it becomes about the fear of being ousted from the group what I hear there is that you're going to pick up some assertive energy there for sure. Mm-hmm. That feels like rocket fuel to me that like the I've been exposed kind of thing will get you moving for, for the six in mm-hmm. that space in two ways. One, the six will become, will have the ability to say, Hey, pay attention to me. Look at me with some three tools. Here are the things that I've been saying for so long. Sure. But it can also easily become like now now you're just going to become the jester or the um, don't pay attention to the thing that's going on. Look over here. La, 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 la. Like the, the okay. razzle dazzle yeah. kind of uh, kind of move. Um, and, and it can be that in a, like the, that move in, especially in unhealthy stress, that move can be much more about securing my place in the group than doing what needs to be done for the good of the group. Oh, there you go. I and yeah. about that. You think that there's a deceptive side that comes in? I think there can be. I think there's better access to that at three than there is at in normal six space. If but, following the rules had gotten you what you wanted, then it would have worked. But yeah. now you're you're thrown into this place where it yeah. didn't work, and so and it, you gotta. And it's not about lying. It's just it's the focus changes from doing what you think is the 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 most appropriate thing to do to 
doing what you need to do to make sure you don't get ostracized. Yeah, yeah. there it is. We've mentioned this in the past, but I I think that it's very interesting that sixes have such a relational side to them when they're centered. Mm-hmm. But here in moving into stress, they're actually moving into the heart triad. Right. And I suppose in our in a future conversation that we have in an interview, we talk about this that the se- the secondary center should be seen as the heart for for sixes. Mm-hmm. That might that might go together. Right. Well, and, and and the move in stress is less like into the heart triad because because remember the the three is also not in good touch with their own feelings mm-hmm. like they, they they don't have a good relationship with their own heart center so the move from being from unproductive thinking into unproductive feeling is is still a sort of counterproductive move. Mm. Yeah, that's a good word. I meant it more as the I suppose the awareness of other people's feelings mm-hmm. becomes much stronger in in three space. I suppose that would be just be my intuition. Because you would begin receiving the world in that space. You know? Right, right. Well, I, uh, I'm hesitant to, to say that that's how you start receiving the world that way when you move into a stress place. Okay. Um, I, I think that might be, that might be a step too far. <laughs> Okay. But uh, the way that threes see themselves as like that, the three lies threes believe that they are what other people say about them. Sixes believe they are what they have when sixes are in stress. It's a little bit easier to, to think that the thing that you have is what other people say about you. All you have is your reputation. Real similar. It seems to me what, from sixes in center, I, I always process it as sixes saying, I am the community that I've earned. Mm-hmm. It'd be as, like, I, I am my reputation. I am the community I've earned. But I've earned Seems my similar. place in the community. Oh. And the move to three is, I, is, is essentially demanding that it's, it's, it's less about earning your place in the community and more about insisting on people validating. You. Yeah. I, I suppose I see that more as a safety net as a, I fell off the, the high wire as it were. Mm-hmm. What's, what's the one thing that's going to catch me? I need to make sure that people think something about me. Yeah. That will catch me and yeah. allow me to get back up on the wire. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. I don't know if that works, but well, we kind of hit it. The passion for threes is deceit. Mm-hmm. And that's not, as, as was said, it's not straightforward lying. It can be, you know, spinning things publicly mm-hmm. so that you look a certain way. Right. And that's been hit. Well, and, and one thing that I've noticed uh, a lot with sixes, um, particularly in average to unhealthy space, like sixes will insist on, like, that their assumption is that whatever you say to them is you're mad at them for doing something wrong. Like I I had an interaction of several weeks ago with someone where it's like, I said something about the thing that they needed to do. And they immediately assumed that they had previously done it wrong when we had never had a conversation about it. Not once ever. So how like you're, you're not in trouble for something that's never come up before. That's just not how this works. (laughs) And uh, so the the move then is 
like moving into this place where it, it's it's almost easier to sort of like hide the things that you think were a mistake. Like like ones and sixes, I've noticed a lot offer up the things that they've done wrong. Like they they want to make sure that you know that they know that they did something wrong, and how they're going to correct it. Mm-hmm. And when sixes are more in that stress place, they may be less likely to show like to to acknowledge these things and and maybe you know gloss it over with a little bit of like don't look over here um and it's it's less about deceit and more about you know protecting the image i hate to say that that can be helpful but if you're in in center sixes are going to struggle with doubting themselves Mm -hmm. i mean if you can grab something there in three space that's giving you some elevation of your self-worth maybe that's the dark side of self-worth the high side (laughs) of self-worth would be something like the heart's message phrasing on the heart's message for threes which sixes can get picked up here's the thing about the heart's message for threes it's like it's there's so many different phrasings of it but the heart comes out in saying to the three you're valuable before anything else you do and the things you do are amazing but before you do them you have to know that you're your worth is, you know, unsurpassable. Right, right. You are praiseworthy just by existing, and then also yeah. you do a bunch of really great things. We love the things you do. Yeah. That's not where your value is, is found. Right. And I suppose six is, again, safety net. Like, that's a fantastic thing to hear. If, yeah. if the six who naturally may doubt themselves and is falling into stress and is in this assertive position and needs to hear something in that space just being reminded of their unsurpassable worth. Right. Right. And and yeah, you you have value apart from everything that you've ever done and like like the the group wants you here because they like you, not because of the ways that you keep the group together or any of the yeah. things like that. Yeah. You know what the group can say to the six in that space is, do you realize all the things that you have done for us here in the past? And there's a tool that you can grab at three. Threes actually can access the past. Right. Whereas sixes, when they're centers, centered, have a very difficult time getting into their past and, and mm-hmm. what they've accomplished and mm-hmm. all that they've already invested in the, you know, in the tribes that they care for. Right. And, and also threes have no problem receiving praise. Sixes oh, really True. struggle with receiving praise. Yeah, that's a good one. My partner is a six, and uh, she makes a lot of our our food. Like we we share a lot of chores, but she makes most of the meals. And literally, without fail, she tells me what didn't go well with the meal before yep. anyone's tasted it. It's like here are all the things that I did wrong, and it's like what, why, why, why would that, you just lead with that? Another because, image of confession going yeah. on there. And this, and when I say no, it's great. This. Like she talks about the the things that went wrong and how it would be better if it had done gone right. And it's like this is really good. Can we stop at that? And she cannot receive praise. Threes have no problem receiving praise. Yeah. And when sixes find themselves in that stressful place, receiving praise might be a thing to help remind you of your security. Mm-hmm. 
two things go through my head on this. One, since I'm similar on this front, I, like I'll re- receiving the praise can be very valuable in that stress space. Mm-hmm. But as you were saying, it's not necessarily the thing that works when you're not in stress. Right. But in stress, perhaps you're open more to it. Right. You brought it up earlier in terms of that confessional posture of ones and sixes. I don't know if twos are this way as well, but of saying these are, you know, because we're earners and because we're thinking repressed and actually because we're reactive, we're getting all that stuff out here. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to read your reaction to the thing that I'm presenting you. I'm going to yeah. tell you here are the things that are, are, are negative about it. May not be able to do the positive, but when you when you react to the negative, then I can at least engage that. Sure, sure. So um, I had a conversation with one in my office just a couple hours ago who was telling me some of the the terrible things that they had done recently as the beginning of their conversation, uh-huh. and that was exactly it. I just want everything on the table just mm-hmm. so it's all out here. Yep. It's out of myself. So yeah. for ones, it's, you know, obviously I don't want to be corrupted. And so here I'm just going to throw up on the table and just get all the toxicity out there. Yeah. Um, that's not how sixes work, though. They're confessing for a different reason. Yeah. Yeah. They, I mean, it's because they think they did something wrong and they're about to get in trouble and they want to acknowledge that the thing that, that like, they, they want to acknowledge it so that they, you know that they know that they're yeah. in trouble. It's like, well, no, but you're not in trouble. I don't understand how I, you got here. I know the rules that shouldn't be broken. Yeah. And I'll do better next time. Yep. Not so much paprika in the chili. Uh, right. I right. know that there was too much paprika. Yeah. So you know, TJ. Yep. <laughs> and man, do I not care. <laughs> yeah, and I think that, that part of what... Uh, the wisdom offered there will also be be true of sixes, but it, like in particular, I think it's it's people who understand and can almost like speak from the same place. Like it's it's one thing for for a one and a one to have a really intense conversation like that. It's it's another thing for a one and a five to have a conversation like that. Like that there's there's a level of understanding that you that that I think is needed like a, like a, a, a level of sort of common ground that's mm-hmm. needed, especially when talking to, to ones and twos and sixes. Yeah. Cause, cause be. their processing is all outside anyway. So, right. Yeah. Could be. Yeah. I think there, there is. So my toolkit often is confessional in nature in terms of saying I've done X, Y, and Z also, I know what this feels like, mm-hmm. et cetera. But, on the toolkit side, I don't think it's a bad thing for, I, I suppose, for other types in my life, speaking in my world, of shoring up someone's foundation. Right. Be there one or somebody else that can be right. quite helpful. I mean, especially with folks who don't know any Enneagram, and if you have kind of a guess on people, I don't think it's it's bad form at all to cite the heart's message over people, mm-hmm. you know, in order to maintain connection speak the language that they would appreciate to love them as they want to be loved. Right. So I had a boss who was a nine who I had such a difficult time with and trying to reinforce their value and their, 
in the department mm-hmm. by by speaking that their presence mattered was something yeah. that I knew I could say, didn't get a reaction that I would have expected, but I know mm-hmm. that, that it's still creating channels yeah. of trust. Yeah. And for what it's worth, that was, I don't think that's a bad strategy. Right. And maybe there was a seven or he was a seven. So I may have said nine and seven. And so I made sure to do both <laughs> hearts <laughs> messages. Just like, one of these Perfect. will cut. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, six is uh, getting back to center then though. Once they, once they are, you know, their value is shored up in the rest. That can be a very mental process. You know, engage your head is mm-hmm. what the six needs to do. Yeah. If you want in, in getting out of stress, moving out of that, emotion center get into your head again Mm -hmm. and that's that they have a a better access to clear forward thinking when they pick up those tools at three yep once you feel like you're amazing you might be able to (laughs) to start thinking about okay here's what we're gonna do about that. what's going on yeah that feels good to me so bang sevens Sevens move into stresses. They're going to move into one space. So they're going to be moving away from those inward-oriented fears. In one space, they're going to pick up some anger. That can be a... I, I think frustration at ideals not being realized and anger, those can kind of blend, and that blends for ones, but I see it blending for sevens as well. Mm-hmm. And um, and sprinkle in a, a healthy dose of resentment. Yeah. Of all things, I know that ones can be resentful. I actually characterize sevens more in my head with resentment than mm-hmm. I do ones. Because I think that, that when, like, sevens do so much work to escape their negative things, which includes their stressful place... Yes. Which, which means they're running away from it, but it yeah. does not mean it actually goes away. Right. Because the stress follows you. And, and so the, the way that resentment sort of like it, the, it's a, there's a much better chance that they're mainly picking up the, the unhealthy things at one. Yeah. Because yep. they're, they're spending so much of their energy intentionally trying to escape it that they're not paying as much attention to what's there and what's happening to them. That's good. Also, this there's not a lot of sharp edges to sevens at their worst when they're centered. Yeah. But like you know, like the things that'll actually cut you probably come out when there's a little bit of stress there. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. The, the some of the biggest issues when they're sort of in center and not stressed out is their gluttony, which is mainly yeah. affecting them and. The, their inability to stay still to, and mm-hmm. to finish things, which is like it, it's not a sharp edge because they're already gone. Right. Yeah. It's more of an, it, it can be an annoyance, I suppose, for the, yeah. especially if we're depending on the seven. It's just like, oh, yeah. come on, man. Yeah. Um, but like the sharp edge, it'll jab you when. Yeah. Comes when out when all out. of a sudden the seven turns and stabs you in the, in the side because, <laughs> because if, they're so sick of pulling your weight. Or uh, or trying to trying to pull you into the thing that they think is yep. the best possible thing. It's another parallel. It's uh-huh. it's exactly the same way for twos. 
and if you were to look at the Enneagram circle, they're they're on that same. They're like fours and fives. They're at the same level, right. as it right. were. They um, they're on the edges of the positive outlook triad. Yeah. And so, when hitting stress, that's when twos go to eight. That's when sevens go to one, and yep. then the anger materializes. Yep. And there's your blink, your blinking light. Yep. Yeah. And now. Sevens who are normally positive outlook, uh, want things and want everyone to enjoy life, uh, like thinking about all of the future possibilities and like what's next and what's coming and what can we do, like like big ideas and like we all want to have fun and find themselves in that stress. The thing, some of the things they pick up there at one is like we have to do it a certain way and there is no other option. Like the, the sevens are not black and white except from what they get at one. Right. Yeah, no, they can grab hold of some justice-oriented thinking. Mm-hmm. I've been done wrong Yeah. kind of thinking yep. or you all are screwing this up kind of yep. thinking. Yep. Y'all, y'all have shackled me to this and you're doing it wrong. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you have shackled me to this. <laughs> it's right. Well, the resentment can be there. There's also the the anger that goes inwards mm-hmm. for a seven. It's and I I say this all the time, so I don't want to be a broken record here. But especially when you, if your gluttony breaks things, you know, then you start blaming yourself, right? And that right. that can be just a clear move that sevens may experience. Mm-hmm. And I think they also can pick up some of that I, I'm i a bad person kind of mentality. Yeah. Um, like, it, it's like, I don't deserve to be happy. Or, uh, uh, like, that. that's the kind of thing that goes through my mind when I think about sevens and real stress, is that, like, there, there's an order to the universe, and my role in it is for other people's pleasure. Very strange that it, it doesn't have the shame that a one can grab hold of there. It's going to be absent sevens shame. have no line, no yeah. path to the the feeling center. Yeah, sevens I mean, don't really have shame. It's interesting though on that front, like because I think w- what you're describing, I think is ex- exactly right. Mm-hmm. One, I've seen it. Mm-hmm. And yet it's it's absent of shame. Yeah. I don't know what the emotion is there. Aside from what I'm a I'm a broken thing just made to make other people feel better. Yeah, it's 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 anger and resentment. Yeah. It's it's not even resignation. It's it's I don't understand why I don't get to have nice things. There see, that is it. I mean it's that's a good way of contextualizing the resentment there need some hearts message spoke over you in that space uh hearts message for ones is you are good and it is it's similar to threes here you're good before anything you do or -hmm. accomplish like like your very being is good like Mm -hmm. it's it's not simply the valuableness um, but even uh, like it's a functional in the way that you're talking about, like like you're made good, and you're you're made not just made good, but also made whole and with purpose. Mm-hmm. Like the like it, I think it would be really easy for sevens to feel like 
I've, I, I've heard people say this, especially when they are trying to get healthy and the people around them are uh, upset that the dancing monkey isn't, isn't doing its tricks anymore. Sevens, if they can find it at one, sevens can get into that heart's message in a way that, that helps them sort of get out of the funk that makes them feel like they are a dancing monkey. Right. Like that's like you're good. You're whole, you're made with purpose and you aren't here explicitly for someone else's pleasure. Mm -hmm. Seems like fives and sevens can, can have that nihilistic side to them that nothing has meaning. And that's a, that's something positive. Sevens can really pick up in one space. Mm -hmm. Yep. There is an order to the universe. That's, that's part of where ones live. Different kind of idealism Mm -hmm. that will pop in there. Yeah. So, yeah, I like that. The, when I was saying functional, that that idea of function and purpose and wholeness, these all go together. I think the word whole actually is a is maybe a better word to be to incorporate into vocabulary about one's goodness is a is a helpful term sometimes, but it, sometimes it lacks meaning. Yeah, you know, like it, what do you mean by good yeah. it can be tricky. Whole, I think, has a better picture to it. Mm-hmm. And I think I think you're right in terms of what that communicates. Um, the getting back to center then is intuitively, if the seven feels that way, they have you know can shore themselves up and re-engage their head, mm-hmm. move back into that future space. If you have meaning and purpose, and then you move into that space where you are using future tools to dream up the next thing, that that can yeah. be a really powerful combination. Yeah. Well, it also may be the case that, that they pick up from one and move back home. And, and the thing that they, they get when they come in the, like when they come in the door, when they get back home is okay, I can fix this now. Mm -hmm. Like it, like my house is a mess because I made it a mess and I can fix it. Yeah. And it's going to take hard work, but I'm just going to do it. That's, that's one of those things that you can, I mean, that actually describes some living in one space, perhaps on the high side. Like when you come home, you your house is a mess and you get to work now mm-hmm. putting it in order. Sure. You don't like it. Nobody likes sure. living in their stress number, but it sure is helpful there for, you know, a day or two. Yeah, right. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Anything else on sevens? I think we, uh, I can't remember if we talked about this with fours. Uh, I know it came up with ones, but like the the... The fact that sevens are future, future, like mm-hmm. like like hard into the future, they they are focused on what's coming ahead. The move to one is present focused. Mm-hmm. Like ones are present, present, and like they they don't have a good perspective on the past. They don't have a good plan for the future. They're they're like what is happening right now. And when sevens move into that one place, they. Like that, they're they're given immediate access to present focus. Yep. Yeah, and the execution will take place now. Mm-hmm. To make, I imagine in a way that makes things comfortable again. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Is comfortable the right word there? Uh, Br- uh, more like brings brings the things you want within reach. 
Like if your house is is out of order and you need to like you need to get a present focus to clean it up, you're you're going to really struggle to clean your house if you're only thinking about what you get to do after the house is clean. Man, this metaphor is really doing some work for us. <laughs> <laughs> and and that I mean, present focus brings you into instead of thinking about what you get to do after the house is clean, now you get to think about what parts of the house need to be cleaned. Yeah. I I can just envision my stepfather being scolded for having the house be a, a tragic wreck, you uh-huh. know, and, and him having that experience of getting very sheepish, yeah. as was said earlier, but then beginning to, okay, well, I need to make this right right mm-hmm. now and mm-hmm. beginning to go to work on it. And then the energy starts yes. to surge. Yeah. And then like 70% of the way through recleaning, now... It's a good time. Yep. And we're, and we're going, do you see the little bubble that keeps popping up next to your head? <laughs> That's what's happening. That is really funny. So we just discovered that uh, if I do a thumbs up in the Zoom call, then a little bubble with a thumbs up emoji shows up on Zoom for both of us. All I have to do is thumbs up into the camera. That's crazy. I, Technology is is moving too fast, people. Can understand brilliant uh, Enneagram insights. That's some stuff. <laughs> ah, funny. All right, eights. Eights. Eights move into stress uh, from, well, eights who are in their bodies thinking very quickly about what I ought to get done. That apparently isn't working. And what happens now? And eights often using five tools, they're going to take a big step back, withdraw a little bit, mm-hmm. get their head around things. But underlying that is going to be some fear. So yeah. you want to talk about eights and fear? Yeah, I think that, um, and and in particular, the the withdrawal move is. I think with nines, the withdrawal can sometimes be physical, uh, but I think with Fives withdrawal is much more mental. And so when eights find themselves in this withdrawal place, it is a mental withdrawing. It's not that they leave, it's that they go into their head for a second. Instead of doing all of the things because they could they believe they can order their world, now they sort of like retreat into their mind and spend some time there and and then come back out of that into the, the natural world again. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um, I think that it has been reported that this move for eights is usually very, very quick, which makes sense because eights are already really fast thinkers. So if they're going to go into the headspace, it's almost like it's the thing that's fast is now being sped up because it's being given an extra dose. And they come into that space and and address the fears that may have already existed but they didn't believe like now all of a sudden they find themselves not knowing what the plan is to address this like normally where they live where they are at most of the time every day is that they can do something about whatever problems are facing them and so much of their frustration with other people in the world is 
why don't you just do the thing that you need to do to solve your problems? Like that, how, come on. That's, that's all it takes. Just, just take care of it. Just do the thing that you need to do. Um, that's where eights live. They believe that they can change the world to be how they think it should be. And when they cannot execute that, that is what, how they find themselves in that stress. So the move into that mental space is is not about literally stepping back, but about like taking your hands off the wheel for a second because you realize that you you aren't driving in the right direction. Mm. I want to picture a second way that I see eights and the withdrawal move. Yeah, I affirm all of that. Uh, had a one had a conversation with a wonderful woman on uh, in our zoom group who spoke about how eights commonly will pick seats in the back of the room, mm-hmm. you know, during a conference or something. Sure. And I was thinking, well, this is about control. You know, mm-hmm. you, you may want to leave, you know, and one of the things that I'm seeing with my child on this front as well is just the step back comes paired with vulnerability, the sense of vulnerability. Okay. This is a place where I'm not feeling comfortable at all. Mm-hmm. And I like on the in the on the action side, I, I can't do anything assertively. My action to protect myself is gonna be to take a big step back. Mm-hmm. I'll look intimidating. I may have my porcupine quills out as it were, but I'm sitting in the back now. Mm-hmm. And there's almost you know, in real stress for eights, I can see the burrowing starting to take place. Like I'm finding holes to, you know, to retreat into, and this is sure. my hole kind of thing. Or again, in, in a future conversation with Joey, she talked about stress being when, when she hits stress, she's, she just goes to bed. Sure. And it's that it's, I have my space that I control, but it's a, retre- it's a retreating potentially, you know, this is what the longer version, as opposed to the quick move to stress, get mm-hmm. your head around something, move back into space. I'm, I suppose that's what I'm seeing when an eight actually doesn't feel comfortable, may feel vulnerable, certainly doesn't feel like they're in control. It's, it's I'm going to sit in the back of, of the room and observe. Mm-hmm. Almost like a, a removal of my energy and my yeah. potential leadership oh, there you go. and my, uh, the things that the ways in which I manage the world around me, I'm going to lift that hand for a moment. That's it. You're divesting in the world out there. I'm yeah. going to, I'm going to, I'm going to hoard my resources. Yeah. Right. I think resources become a big deal for eights and stress. Mm-hmm. Agreed. That's a good, that's a good call. And I think um, that's that's part of the thinking is because my energy has not accomplished my goals yeah. and moved me into a stressed place because now my energy is not protecting my vulnerability. So I have to reassess how to use my resources, which includes my considerable amount of energy in order to move forward. Yep. Oftentimes, so there's some, I, I think a lot of times we, we see eights who are in the world getting stuff done. Mm-hmm. And that's most obvious to me because it's the thing that affects me. This person is doing things. Right. Some eights are going to use their considerable amount of energy to just make sure that you never hurt them or get in their space. 
Right. And that may be a little bit more undercover, you know? Right. And not necessarily even a stress move. True. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I am what I do, and what I am doing is making sure that I have my space laid out where where you don't bother me. Yeah. And, and I have agency. Yeah. I am what I do, and what I'm doing is living inside this castle surrounded by a moat. Yeah. I, I'm going to build the moat. Yeah. And that's where my energy went. Yeah. The, that can be, you can see as we're using those metaphors, how five-ish some of those metaphors are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, the, I mean, there's two big things here. One, the hoarding side there is, you know, it's the passion for fives, as we were saying. Right. Yeah, and I, I think the eights are actually, like, fairly generous. They may Candy. not be overly generous to everyone, but to the people that they care about, the people who are... Anyone who they think needs it, they are willing to share anything. Right. Well, and that's their, I mean, when we see that in eights, eights being assertive anyway, that's going to be their security move right? in, in part as well. It's not right. just I'm powerful, but I'm powerful on the behalf yeah, of I'm, the people I love. Yeah, and, and I'm offering whatever resources I have available to to care for other people because I have them in abundance. Yeah. Because I take care of myself and everything's fine on my side. Let's go there for a second because I was going to bring up the heart's message for fives. But I think I think just jumping forward to notice how you get get out of stress looks like this. You need to get into your body. And paired with that is get a perspective where you are looking out for the people who need your help. Mm -hmm. It would be incredibly, uh, you know, beneficial for eights in removing them from stress. Yeah. Like if you if you find that you're living in stress, a principal question can be who can I help with yeah. my strength that I have. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and 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 not you might have to first answer what do I have to offer? Mhm. And then find the people who need it. Mhm. Or it may work the other way around. Who needs help? Can I offer them help? And then move forward. Yeah. Yeah. Thing that has been just the game changer for our family is my oldest discovered a business in town that does board games. Mm-hmm. When they go, they're not only the most knowledgeable, they just have this mind for memorizing all the rules. Mm-hmm. But uh, my kid is an incredible teacher. Yeah. And very quick, very thinking, and we'll get in spaces where, you know, they're, they're the oldest one, mm-hmm. most knowledgeable one, and all of a sudden their energy can shoot them forward out of that self-protective place. Right. right. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's the kind of, like, he, here's finally something that I have to offer that other people need, and here's a place where I can offer it. Yep. Yeah. At that point in time, like being, you're, they're not vulnerable in that space. Mm-hmm. That's the thing that's has been core for us. So if they're in, instructing elementary schoolers, you know, they're just not going to get hurt. Right. There's no expectations on them. There's right. just, would you help me get from here to there with this game that you've memorized? Right. That could be. The heart's message for fives is your needs are not a problem in you'll notice just how that speaks into that withdrawn space 
mm-hmm. for an eight who yeah. has gotten beat up a little bit and mm-hmm. has to take a big step back. Yeah. And and even like we there have been other types where we've mentioned this same idea, but like people who are naturally like independent is too small of a word for the way that eights sort of move around the world because there it it's not just about independence it's it's so much more than that and and when eights retreat when when eights withdraw when eights move into that stress place it becomes a little bit isolating mm-hmm. and part of that isolation is because I need to protect the inner me and w- the message that they need to hear inside that cave is that it's okay to have an inner me. It's okay to have feelings and needs and, and to feel it's okay to feel hurt. Mm. It's okay to feel lost. It's okay to have these feelings and, and, other people have them too and other people want to help you. Yeah. I think that's spot on. And obviously it, it can take really getting beat up to get to the spot where an eight's mm-hmm. open to receiving help right. of that sort. Right. And I think a, a lot of eights experience their, some of their, their worst selves when they experience sort of the opposite of that, when they feel like they have to, to pull back and retreat and and hold on to all their things and that they don't have like when they can't do anything about the things that are going wrong in their lives that is the place of stress for eights when when there's nothing to do to solve these problems when you have done all of the things that are possible for you to do to solve these problems and you just can't that's the place of stress and that that withdrawal comes from like oh i don't i don't have anything to give anymore i i i've i've exhausted my resources and and i need to shore them up and part of the message that eights need to hear when they have done when they've run out of ways that they can attack the problems is to know that problems are not necessarily something that you have to do on your own problems are not like everyone has problems and you may not be able to fix this on your own. It's perfect. Having other people help you in that space, obviously give you a little lift also Mm -hmm. can help move you back into your body. The problem is in theory solved at that point and you have a little bit more leverage, re-engage your body and physicality and move forward. Mm -hmm. Boom. Brings us to the nines. Nine Last stress. but not least. <laughs> Certainly not least. <laughs> I don't know if we said we were at a Enneagram conference in which the, the the teacher went around the circle and stopped at the eights and forgot the nines and then had to go back on stage. <laughs> and I'm, so I've, I'm not going to lie. I have actually encountered that like several <laughs> times in conferences, in podcasts, like people start with one and run out of energy before they get, or like they get distracted before they get to nine. And like nines are the only ones that are missed. And we're the ones who believe that our presence doesn't matter. And this, like it's both as much as it hurts. It's also hilarious every time it happens. 
both the irony in that your presence doesn't matter and the fact that they ran out of energy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's great. So funny. Uh, well, not here. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> Nines are going to move to six in stress. Uh, part of the body triad, but they're moving into the head triad. And so the underlying feeling for nines is going to be fear. Fear ends up having some energy to it that can both be distressing, I imagine, for nines, but may mm -hmm. cause a little invigoration that mm -hmm. gets you moving. Yeah. Um, similar to fives there going to, in terms of what you can get a jolt there at seven. But mm -hmm. what do you think about the nine stress move? Yeah, I, I obviously can't speak for all nines, but I don't exist with a ton of... <laughs> I did it on purpose. <laughs> okay, perfect. I wanted to put... I spit out my water because I think the last 12 interviews I've heard with nines, uh -huh. uh, I don't yeah. want to speak for all nines, yes. but... <laughs> yeah. but... But my experience has been that uh, there's just like... it. It fear doesn't really r resonate with me normally. Like I, I don't carry fear around in my day to day life. Like that's not part of how I navigate the world because I know I'll, I'll just like go along with whatever's happening. It, it's fine. It's gonna be fine, everybody. It's gonna be fine. And fear is really draining. So I, I already, I don't have enough energy to be fear, to be fearful. It's just, it's going to be fine. So when, when I find myself in stress, encountering that fear and particularly the kind of unproductive thinking that comes with six and fear and doubt is like, that's the place where I, I know that I'm in stress. Like that, that is like the, the blinking red light on the dashboard when I experience the kind of fear that I have come to know from my lovely wife, who is a six, then I know I'm in a stressful place and I have to figure out why. Uh-oh, positive spin isn't working. Right? It's not. <laughs> and everything's going to break. And then the chaining comes in and then the, like all of the other things are going to break. Mm. And, and, it plays back into this sense of connection. So like, it's not just that everything's going to break, but everything's going to break and it's going to destroy all of my relationships. That last one's interesting because there's the self doubt mm -hmm. as well. Cause why, why would it do that? Well, apparently you're lacking something. Yeah. I, and, and my presence doesn't matter. Yeah. yeah. Oh, there you go. Yeah. The doubt is targeted at, mm-hmm that underlying fear. If this mind. thing breaks, then my presence doesn't matter enough in these people's lives to, to last beyond the break. But there really is like a, a very clear that, that, that move from sort of being asleep to our anger and just trying to like maintain the peace and, and like live in a sense of harmony nines, find themselves in stress and now our world is disharmonious and like like what about all the things that might go wrong what about the things that and not just the things that might go wrong but also the ways that I'm going to mess things up and like I 
I have a fairly clear sense of myself and my capabilities. And when I find myself in stress, a lot of that, it's not confidence. It's just, it's sort of like a a little bit more of an objective understanding that starts to go out the window. It's like, it's, it's not that I am actually good at that thing. It's that I have been managing to get by without anybody realizing that I'm bad at that thing. Right. Mm. And now that I'm actually not good at it and it's going to break, people are going to know that I'm not good at it. And that's what's causing the break. Hart's message speaks, I think, into that. Depending on how you phrase it, this is again one of those things that I've heard a handful of different hearts messages for sixes, but I suppose the one that pings for me most is something like you're enough mm-hmm. or and you know it's it's shoring up your value and worth and abilities yeah in a in a way that reminds you you have what it takes, kid yeah and uh i I think that the two most important versions of this message that I've heard about sixes, I think are you are enough and uh, you, you are in a space of security. Like I, I haven't actually heard anyone say that like, like there isn't a concise version of what, what I'm thinking about, but like, like you already have the security that you're looking for. Like you're yeah. part of that group, whatever, no, I think uh, it's common to say you're safe. Yeah. Um, and, um, and yeah, the, the idea that like you, you are enough and you are plugged into a community, a high, like, like your group, you're part of your group. The way that that comes at and, and sort of combats a lot of the fear like it, it can be really, really valuable for nines to to f- like start to face some of the things that they haven't been paying attention to, to start to figure out like what needs to be done to move out of these stressful places, like like planning and and getting the work done, getting back into your body. You may need to know that a you can, and b you are surrounded by people who care about you that want to see you succeed and will help you if you just ask. I would be real curious what listeners think on this. I think the the discussion of you are enough versus you are safe is one of all things I had with, with Joni, and she wanted to move off of the safety image, partially because mm-hmm. the heart's message here for her, I think, wanted to be, again, about her ability separate from the tribe, like the self doubt needs to get confronted in the heart's message. Mm -hmm. Not that feeling like, you know, your community isn't there for you. Isn't a really valuable thing. Right. You know? So I'm, I'm curious, but those do feel like they come from two different origin spaces, which, which makes sense because of the inside outside problem with three sixes and nines. Okay. It's not just that sixes don't trust themselves, it's that they also don't trust everything else. So you need a message coming from both directions. Mm-hmm. That would work. And th- and that's part of the um like that's it's it's similar with threes and nines. Uh threes like y- you have value outside of all of the things that you've done 
like like before you've done anything, you have value and like it's good to know that you have value, but also you need to know that other people think you're valuable. Yeah. Nine, your presence matters. Your presence doesn't matter in a vacuum. I suppose for for me, this may be a more of a jumping into the theory of heart's messages mm-hmm. in general. All right, so there's a there's a common idea in Western thought of things that happen before experience and those things that happen after experience. Those are two types of truths. Okay. A priori and a posteriori truths. The we have ex, we have things that we know prior to experience, and we have things that we know after experience. Okay. To jump to the punchline, I've always thought of Hart's messages being a prior to experience sort of claim. Like you are good before anything you do. You are wanted before anything you you do. Mm-hmm. You're you know have unsurpassable value before anything you do. You mm-hmm. are seen before anything you do. That's I suppose how I've always read those. Yeah. I don't think you're wrong in saying perhaps there's a another element here, and it has to do with you know that that what you've done actually can be seen through that prism as well. Because mm-hmm. I I think that it, not necessarily what you've done, but um, in considering the internal versus external focus, um, especially knowing that that ones are mm-hmm. internally focused. Yep. That yeah. There you go. Of of course, you would need to know the internal truth before it gets expressed in an external way. I think I think that's a uh, apt. So then, let's let's say twos, which are more externally focused. Yeah, you are worthy before anything that you do. But if you think about worth. Like, like worth is like how much you are worth to someone else. Worth is an outside force. So yeah. yes, you are worthy before anything you do outside of all your relationships, all of the things. But you're like, if we're all computer simulations, like there are gonna there are gonna be some NPCs that have no value, and then there's gonna be all the rest of us that have value, you know, and the the value has to mean something outside of the internal focus. Sure. Yeah. But then we come to three sixes and nines, which are internally and externally focused. Yep. And I, I think that's appropriate. The, there's a dinosaur bone. Yep. It's true. Doesn't have to do with the underlying feeling though. (laughs) Probably not a pterodactyl either. It's a, it's, it's, what, <laughs> Listener, that's we call that a callback. <laughs> that sucker just snagasaurus. <laughs> um, no, that's that's worth that's worth naming though. I think the whole con- uh, just to put a thumbprint on it, the whole conversation of Western philosophy in terms of epistemology is this: is prior to experience after experience knowledge. Mm-hmm. It's the debate between the rationalists and the empiricists. So I would not be surprised at all if, if as you were saying, you know, like, cause you, you started this out and this is why it kind of touched a nerve is, well, you believe that cause you're a one. And, and the thing is, is that sort of claim mm-hmm. can be quite true sometimes. Like right. this is the filter through which you're 
taking in the world, yep. you just need to name the filter. Yep. Because it may be the case that your oneness is causing you to believe a certain thing about mm-hmm. these ideas. And mm-hmm. that's exactly what's going on. Yep. Anyway. And there's nothing wrong with that. Nope. But it's also being self-aware. I can step out of the filter and mm-hmm. say, okay, this is how the filter is working. And then I can analyze it from that perspective as well. Yep. Um, this is, by the way, what ones need to do because then you don't just say my way is the way. I see right. things rightly. Um, <laughs> so nines, when they're in back stress. To ni- yeah, the reason... Because <laughs> we matter, I'm, Jeff. Because <laughs> did not mean to rabbit trail in the nines. I was hoping to rabbit trail during the sevens who liked that sort of stuff. Sure, yeah. <laughs> we didn't get there. It just didn't, didn't happen at the seven. Well, on the nines heart message, you said it, that it needs to go both ways. You need mm-hmm. to both feel that your presence matters from stuff out there, but need to likewise know it beforehand, yeah. Right, right. And and the, those two things sort of like play together. Um, mm-hmm. It's it, it's easier for me to believe that my presence matters internally if I believe it externally. It's easier for me to, to assert it externally if I believe it internally, et cetera. So, like, and, and thinking about that specifically from like utilizing the heart's message of six when we find ourselves in stress there. It's not just I am enough. It's also that I am enough to be in this group. Right. Yep. And and not necessarily even the group, but like like the things that need to get done, I am enough to be the one to do them. And I I have what it takes to actually do them. And yeah, all of the stuff that goes along with that. It's it's almost like earning my presence mattering. Yeah, that's what I hear there is yeah. it's going to force the nine who would naturally want to conserve energy, be withdrawn, to engage in an earning way mm-hmm. at that point in time. Yep. And so the fear may take on that relational element to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Again, there's yeah, there's just energy there that comes that comes out of the the underlying feeling. Because we've you your nines have probably found themselves in stress in part because of all the things they haven't paid attention to. Because you know it'll be fine, it'll, it'll work itself out later. And and now the the stress, the anxiety, the the fear is telling you all of the things that need to get done. And it's really easy to just double down and try harder to ignore in a similar way that that sevens want to run away from the thing telling them they did something wrong. Nines really want to go to sleep to all that stress because it's going to be a lot of energy and they need to know, they need to pick up on the fact that they have what it takes to start addressing these problems and also they're, they've earned their place as part of a community that will help them address the problems at hand. What commonly can happen, in my experience there, is that you're, again, to move back to center, you get out of your head, you start getting into your body. Yep. That doesn't necessarily look like a ton of productivity. It may look like, as was said, it may have a lot to do with you keeping everybody together. You mm-hmm. have a communal focus. Mm-hmm. And here's your role is to make sure that everyone sees one another, understands yeah. one another, yeah. um, that connections take place, 
and that your energy ends up being translated into that space. Mm-hmm. Um, or even the on another front, nines are so often the behind-the-scenes kinds of people who are doing the things to connect everyone. Mm-hmm. TJ's job as a sound engineer on the side, the hustle side, ends up being a great example of that. It's right. the unseen thing that's absolutely essential to everyone actually being connected. Mm-hmm. And if I find myself in a situation where at the very last minute someone calls an audible and I have to change everything that I was planning for for whatever the next set was and like the, the, the stress pulls me into this space where I can better prioritize what needs to get done to solve the problem mm-hmm. and then do the thing. Because the person who called an audible certainly doesn't know how to fix all the things. I have to do it. But you're saying that that experience reaffirms your value in the mm-hmm. in the community? Yep. They can't do it. Somebody has to do it. And I can. Mm-hmm. And I should. Bang. Oh, that's solid. Uh, <laughs> you got anything else? I don't think so. Well, that's it. We're around the circle. I like that topic. Uh, I think that that matters. Yeah, me too. Well, friends, it would mean the world to us if uh, if you shared this episode with somebody that you love, uh, preferably. You know what? This is one of those topics I think that's really worth talking about with people that you care about. Uh, oh, I've, yeah. We've said this a handful of times, but like, really, once you find your type, the best thing you can do is find somebody else who knows their Enneagram type and just talk about your two different numbers or perhaps your two shared numbers. Yep. And this this seems to me to be just one of those topics that's got legs. And and I also think it's this is one of the ones that it's much harder to give like a, a clear and concise like this works for everyone. Yeah. Like that the farther you get into the depth of the wisdom, the harder it is to say this is how all nines are or most nines or some nines like like it gets much more personal when you talk about your own experience in stress with your stress types underlying feeling that's something you need to to suss out for yourself yeah that's exactly right and if people that you care about don't know their type we have a tool for that that's true go to the start here podcast uh just look up start here start here enneagram TJ, we just passed 10,000 listeners on that. Uh, Like people who have taken that material, listened to that material, gone through that material. Malcolm Gladwell says that that we're uh, experts now, right? That's right. It's it's something like that. (laughs) (laughs) But it's a good place for folks to jump in if uh, they don't know their type or just getting into the Enneagram or want to just you know check to see if they got typed correctly that was a big thing actually recently i had a friend who uh, their spouse thought they were a five they were actually a six they got you know that that podcast was helpful good and that was good to hear love it so you can always support us on patreon the music here is by brian claxton intro music's by the collection and that's a that's what i got you got anything else i got nothing man TJ Wilson, he's officially awesome. His presence matters deeply to me and to all the listeners out there who routinely mention you before. 
nobody ever says, hey, Jeff, you did a good job. They normally say, where's TJ? <laughs> <laughs> this is the most common of all the responses we get on the social media. I believe. And I'm Jeff. <laughs> I believe you because you are good and trustworthy. <laughs> yes, that's right. I'm a reliable purveyor of, of information from, from uh, social media. <laughs> I'm Jeff Cook, and I can read things on Facebook. <laughs> and who I'm not isn't interesting, and that goes double for all of you.